Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. work lame we're supposed to we're supposed to be podcasting a half hour earlier guys and i'm super annoyed because of course i had a meeting last minute that was stupid that we didn't need to have and would have been fine to have tomorrow but whatever nobody listens to me (laughs) what are you gonna do how's your day going you have your husband has veterans day off happy veterans day we all got it off. It's like bonus nice. weekend day in the middle of the week. Wow. I didn't get it off. Somebody <laughs> doesn't care about veterans, apparently. So This is one of the joys of working for the state, I guess. I guess. Well, it's weird. My husband got it off randomly this year, too. He's like, we never had Veterans Day off, but they, gave, they got it off this year. <laughs> I wonder if there's like... They do benefits or something if it works in their favors and whatever. Anyways, how are you, Calista Wolf? Mm, doing just fine. We had my oldest's birthday yesterday. Aw, he's twenty now, isn't he? <laughs> he turned twenty-two. Oh my god! Oh, when did that happen? So, as we were getting the cake ready with candles. I told my Echo to play Taylor Swift's 22. <laughs> I don't think he appreciated that, but That's I awesome thought song. it was appropriate. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited because Red is dropping and the All Too Well movie is going to be premiering. I know. I like, can't handle my excitement. So like tonight, she's going to be on Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And then like at midnight, is when the movie and the music drops. And then tomorrow night, she's going to be on Seth Meyers. And then Saturday, she's on Saturday Night Live. You know what I love? I love that she's just blitzing the shit out of everybody by selling the exact same product again. I know. And we are all dying. It's it's new. It's the... the I know. I know. It's the literal definition. I get it. But, like, it's It's, the same. It's the literal definition of new and improved. It is. I I know we get more songs. We get 10 minutes of All Too Well. I'm very, very excited that she's doing all that. But, yeah, I just love that Taylor Swift's power is so great that she can just be like, buy this again. And we're like, okay. Well, I'm just happy that we're going to have something that we can listen to that's going to benefit her and not that ass clown. Sniveling, sniveling piece of money-grubbing crap. Like, you know what I will be though? super happy to never listen to those versions oh. ever again. So. Well, also, I think it's very interesting because her voice has changed a little bit. So, especially like on the earlier albums, her vocal cords, she said, weren't fully developed yet when she made those records. So she said singing them was a lot different this time around. So I'm really just super excited for the 10 minute all too well. I will buy red just to get that. I already bought it and it's in the mail. It's pre-ordered. 
Done and done. I did the pre-order, yes. Did you do the record? I didn't do the record for this one. Okay. I just did the CD. I'm just buying it off my iTunes. <laughs> you got an actual CD. I got an actual CD. Oh my gosh. Because I, I love when anymore. I got when I got the signed folklore CD. Mm-hmm. I love just like putting that in my car. Oh, and yeah. then, like I just like leave it in there. Yeah. <laughs> what do we listen to? I don't listen to it every day, but like whenever I want to listen to something that's not like Sirius XM, I just switch over to CD and I'm like folklore, folklore, folklore. <laughs> I swear we were at, where were we at? So we were at the Dude Perfect thing, and there was a little row of girls right in front of us, and they were playing T-Swizzle. I can't remember which song, but me and my daughter were like, we knew every lyric, we were rocking out, and they just stared at us mesmerized. And I'm like, does nobody teach you Taylor Swift? Like, how do you not know this? Come on, children, catch Who up. Who is your mother? Yeah, I'm just like, what the? They were just like, wow. I don't. And also, I think they were like, I've never seen an old lady know all the words to Taylor Swift before. Probably was what they were really thinking. Which that is sound you just heard was millennials all across the world gasping. Yeah, saying when you said old lady. Listen, I am a geriatric, <laughs> according to the fluctuating years in which I am or am not a millennial. You went from being an elder millennial. They are now a geriatric millennial. Yes. Well then how do you think I feel? Well, that's fair. (laughs) (laughs) We have so much to talk about. I'm so excited. That's why I bumped it a day early. So I was like, I'm talking about stuff. As, as, As old as you feel like you are, always remember, I... You are Feel older. <laughs> no, you had you were married as a child bride, and you had your son yeah. as a teen. That's sure. how that goes. I was many, thirteen many years old business. when he was born. <laughs> well, my rule is you subtract three years. So really, by this time, by the way, tips, I subtract three years. So I'm really yeah thirty seven. I am forever thirty five. Yeah, I will never. I will never I feel age. like thirty five is a good place to just. That's that's my I'm gonna lie age. I feel like maturity level like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I was supposed to change, but I feel pretty much the same. Yeah, from the 30s. My 30s felt a lot like the 20s, so I'm like about a decade off in maturity level. I think, yeah. but that's okay. Whatever. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Okay, Yellowstone. Oh. Shit. Oh, so, so okay. excited. I could not watch it when it aired because for whatever reason, Paramount Network is flying in the face of the streaming millennium, like the yep. streaming age. Yep. And they could because there's like a million different old Paramount apps, apparently. There's a Paramount Network app that you yep. can only access if you subscribe to cable. Yep. And then there's Paramount Plus. And you would think both of those sound about the same. So, like, whatever they're showing on Paramount Network on cable, they would stream on Paramount Plus. But that is not the way that goes. The only place you can watch it live is if you have cable, which I think is a missed opportunity. I, yeah. So, and you know, so I had to I had to buy the season off of Amazon so I can watch yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess I. But um, I have to watch it a day late. Yeah, that's <laughs> I guess I have cable. We do YouTube TV. Is that considered t- cable? 
I don't it's not know. Comcast. So you I mean, get if you can if you get like the cable cable channels, that's as good as cable, I guess. Yeah. I don't get as many as like Comcast would give us, but Comcast like takes your soul. Those things are like the the evil empires. So yeah, they're don't... evil. So we were really motivated to like not be part of their. We did stuff like YouTube TV before, but we found we weren't watching it a lot. Yeah, and so we switched to just having streamings. Okay, streamings for for the things that we do watch. And I did get the like Discovery, and all that. But like, come on, man! At least put it up on a streamer so I could subscribe and get it but now I had to go and buy it off of freaking and I I still have to wait a day so okay. I had to watch it Monday so what I loved about the opening is because clearly they ain't killing John Dutton what, how many bullets did he have in him I love that Rip was like he has all the bullets everywhere <laughs> and that's true Rip finds him which is awesome but here's a, here's, a, here's a quibble my first quibble of the day no one cared about the wife or the mom and the son. What happened to this them? Is, that's exactly it. Because I was I like, was we like, didn't answer that? My first quibble came like two minutes in and I'm like, where's the kid? Where's the, the mom kid? got shot. We saw her shot. So you assume she's dead. Are we saying the kid's but like, dead? like the kid went off to pee. Yeah. And we never saw him again. And they left him. I guarantee you they forgot about that. I, it, I didn't you know, forget. You know like the episode <laughs> where like Roy got didn't get he like got electrocuted and they just like never dealt with it or something yes. like that like something happened yeah but that's Roy. the cw that's yeah I know, but i'm like come on come on yellowstone where's the kid yeah no i know it's that too i, I was i, I so feel stressed. like a lot of things got sacrificed at the altar of COVID. yeah they're like whatever because I, I was so stressed of- fucked everything up like it fucked everything up. So, like, yeah. everybody forgot shit. And they're like, well, let's just, like, start from here. We I don't guess. remember why he was pulled off to the side of the road. The woman. The woman and the child. They had a flat tire. And then somebody shot the mother. They're like, no, that's not a thing we're going to, like, continue. That That's not a thing. Like, okay. I was so stressed about Beth Dutton that I really just was like, just show me Beth. Oh, I know. And they, like, didn't show her for the longest time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, Casey, John, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Blah, Where blah, the fuck blah. Is Beth? And I love that she comes out literally smoking. Like, like she's her back is her torn back apart. Is completely jacked up. Super burned. Can't hear shit. Yeah. And she comes out and she she asks for a cigarette. It was the yeah. Best. There's like this guy that's smoking and he's just like looking at her like she's Are a you alive. Dead. Yeah, and, and she's like, "Hey, can I have one of those?" And I'm like, "This is so bad, that's so bad." And I love like that was like the like that actress conveying silent rage, like I'm gonna murder somebody. Rage is so great at it. It was just like best coming for whoever did this best be running but just like beth is just i don't even know how to describe how much i love her she's just because the actual best these two episodes the first two episodes were just like showing us like these are all the ways in which beth is awesome exhibit one exhibit (laughs) two exhibit three it was just like the best yep it's the best show so, so John Dutton was in a coma, and so while she's hanging out waiting for her dad to wake Which, up, in his coma, I guess he was in a coma for two months. Okay. We kept being like, "How long was this? I don't know. How long like has they, it been?" I feel like they were not specific on time frame, and it was stressing me the fuck out. It's just me too. 
I didn't see Rip's ring. And I was like, I will be honest. I didn't even look for it. I was look, girl. I was looking for it. I was like, where's the ring? I I I don't have a habit of looking for that thing in normal circles. I know. I feel like that's something you normally look for, but uh, yeah, I don't. You were just overjoyed. Every she was alive, so it was fine. Um, I because then like when he wakes up, she's like, he's like, well, who did we lose? And she's like, depends on your definition of lose. And I was like, yeah. When she said that, I was like, um, more details right now, please. I was like. They better not be broken up for whatever stupid ass reason. And luckily, that is not the case. They woke up in bed together where they belong. Best shaming Rip into fucking her. <laughs> that was awesome. Because he had things to do. And she's like, Yeah, but first you're going to do me. So. First you're going to have sex with me. <laughs> she's like, Why don't you just fuck me? Because you know you're going to. So just like, why are we talking? Just shut up. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, good <laughs> <What? point. laughs> there is clearly a driver in this marriage, this relationship, and it ain't Rip. But first, is- before we before we discuss Beth and Rip, we have to yeah. talk about. So when John Dutton wakes up, oh, yeah. I'm supposedly two months later in the hospital. <laughs> After having 300 bullets in his chest. Of course, the first thing he does is he rips out his IV and gets up and goes walking. Down the hall. Why is he, why is he the way he is? You are so difficult. He's such a guy. But, uh, <laughs> just shut up and sit down and take your pain meds. And this is where we learn like Beth has basically been like living at the hospital, watching, you know, visiting her dad. Like she's there. You get the sensation that she's been there a while. Yeah. And so like she's sitting out in the courtyard having her cigarette. She's, she's sitting on a bench. It says no smoking, and she's smoking. Like, yeah, you gotta love her. Anyhow, so at this (laughs) this other bench, there's this like scruffy-looking kid, like twelve years old, who looks a lot like the child actor who plays young Rip. Correct. When we had Rip's backstory, he looks an awful. He's He's he's, shorter. He's clearly got you know. He's he's clearly shorter. Yeah, he's shorter and younger, but but he's he's a kid. And he's speaking, he's sitting ringer. there, and his dad's dying from <laughs> drugs, and he seems to be feeling away about it. And she's yeah, like, my dad. As, what, as what, you what, would. What's what's your dad? And he's like, she's like life. <laughs> and he like she gives him. He asks for a cigarette. And she gives it to him, and then like she finds out how old she is. She's like, like get back. between her and this kid I'm like I think Beth's gonna have a new kid Beth's <laughs> gonna adopt this kid because like, he's literally child now. he's Beth and Rip's child like if they had a biological child this is exactly how this kid would turn out so like I was just like watching him like even then I was like yeah this kid's coming home with her and then like she's there with him as his dad dies <laughs> and he gives the most epic fuck you speech to his drug addicted father I can't even remember all of it but he was like enjoy hell I'll see you when I get there like god damn kid kid is dark and I was like I was like expecting him to go home with her right then but yeah it was amazing for whatever reason he gets loosed upon the world 
Yep. So it's kind of like Beth brings home a puppy. <laughs> but eventually he makes it there. Like he got arrested for stealing something. Yeah, he gets arrested and then he uses Beth's name. And, so and he was like all beat up and whatever. Yeah, so like the police like, can't come and bring him. Well, and, and the sheriff like, was like super mean about it. He's like, this kid just needs to go to jail to save the world from him. Like he's convinced this kid's going to be a serial killer. Well, the, yeah. So Beth, Beth is like, okay, well, you can, you can stay here. So Rip comes home <laughs> and he's like, they're like talking out on the porch and she's, they have the hamburger helper discussion. And, <laughs> which was magic and she's like <laughs> she says something about there's something inside you know like we need to talk like there's a puppy but it's not a puppy <laughs> it's a, there's a puppy in there it's not a puppy and so he's like what the fuck and he goes and he looks and of course there's sitting the kid eating the food oh yeah. that was it she's like i don't know what it is tuna helper hamburger helper the kid likes it yeah, and she's he's all what kid? What she's kid? Like, I think it's our kid, baby. And I was like, oh god! Rip <laughs> is like, I do not remember. Fuck it is. He's like, he walks in and he's like, get the fuck out of my house. It was amazing. He was so mean to this. He was kid. so. Rip is a terrible father. He's he was like awful. shitty fodder. He like, was like, oh. he was gonna make him like he was like made him leave the house, like leave the food. Go outside, and he's like, pick a direction, walk. walk. I'm like, okay, you're in the middle of nowhere, Rip. This is unconscionable. And then the kid was like, he was basically casing the ranch and looking for another place to rob, and he's just like, you are just gonna rip everybody off so you can sleep here. He, like, throws him in, like... A basement? Yes, like a (laughs) tornado, like... A cellar where he locks the door. A cellar where serial serial killers keep their prey. It's like, okay. God. And like not intervening at all but no she's just like whatever about it beth knows she rip. knows rip that's she knows exactly about it. She knew this was exactly what was gonna happen mm-hmm. 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 none of this was a fucking surprise to beth at all no. she was just like mm-hmm, okay and then like the next day he's like i'm gonna drive the kid into town you know and she's like you know he reminds me an awful lot of you when my dad brought you home. <laughs> and he's like, shut up. We're going, you know, and like gets in the car, doesn't even make it to town before he's kicking the kid out of the truck. And I'm like, Rip, you are the shittiest father. Because the kid is like seen. mouthing off to him the whole time. Like he thinks they're going to get to town and he's just like, fuck you, old man. I got over. He's like, get the hell out of my car. It was amazing. But, like, Rip, finally, like, what Beth said about that, that it was you, like, finally gets to him. Like, she knew it would when she said it. Like, she said it exactly the right way at the right yep. time. Yep. That she knew it was going to worm into his brain. So, his, he's, like, making this kid, like, stand at the side of the road while he drives off. He's thinking, you could see the, like, the wheels turning in his head. He's like, that's me when I was a kid. John Dutton took a chance on me. Shit, I need to take a chance on this kid. Yeah. So he goes back and he's like, okay, well, you're not going to be my kid, but you can work at the ranch. Yeah. And so he brings him back. To- I love how he introduces him to John. John's like, uh, another rip. Great. He's like, I've seen this one before. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody and- is surprised at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, he's seen like, this. We've been he's like what, what do I tell the kid? Dutton's like, Tell him maybe. <laughs> and he's like, Do you say yes? And Rip was like, You 
fucking hurt him. He said fucking maybe. So it's a fucking maybe. <laughs> Rip will love that kid before too long. He's just. He can't I help feel himself. like they also knew though that like they stressed us out for months on end because like John comes to see. So like okay, so like there's all of this like craziness happening. So Beth gets blown up. Casey gets shot at. Casey was pretty awesome though in his Casey shot just at. like. He went from being shot at to doing the fucking shooting. Like he's like he took charge. Like he's Jason Bourne, essentially. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he took just, a licking and kept like, on ticking, you know? Yeah, like you know how they like say, hey, he went wasn't he a SEAL or something, whatever. Like they're kinda of like, yeah, I don't know. When he came out in that ghillie suit, he sure Holy looked like one. Shit. <laughs> so like they start shooting at Casey and Casey's like, Oh, you want some of this? Okay. <laughs> and he like takes out all the guys. Like literally. Well, and then, he's like, they're still shooting. He gets up from behind cover and starts walking towards and just them keeps and shooting. And I'm like, plowing away. Casey, I think like, you're whoa. getting shot here. Yeah. He and then, like, he starts running them down in the truck. They find the truck. And he starts a huge shootout there. <sighs> he does take a bullet there. Yeah. But in the shoulder. He's going to be fine. But then you're starting to wonder about Casey's, like, I was like, is, is Casey... Has, have we lost Casey? Because like Casey went like rabid. Yeah, he's like in the like military, like where they wear like the thing that makes them look like grass and war paint and like the whole deal. Yeah, the two and... months later, it's like that's that's basically what we see of Casey is that he's like mountain man Casey. Yeah, like John's like, who you hunting? He's like, I can't remember what he said, but Casey's. Casey's not all there. And Casey, what's Casey really weird. <laughs> what's really weird is we did not see his wife or child. After... So the last we saw of them, they were at the ranch. Yeah. And she was on the phone with Casey when he started getting shot at in his office. Yeah. This was so, pretty cool too. He told her, tape. you know, get 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 to the bunkhouse. Bunk yeah. I so guess she goes in, runs into the house to get Tate. And when they're in the house house they come across another a gunman like these these like gunmen are like springing up like daisies yeah all over the place. and like the gunman is literally gonna kill her like she's it's it's not looking good for mom and i was like come on kids show up and shoot him like i was literally yeah. expecting that to happen so when it finally did i was like yes yes hey, you are you are one of us it was really you're a dutton now boy like it was and it was a seriously nice size shotgun because the guy went flying across the room he did i was like he don't mess pack. with mama don't mess with mama Mm-mm. So it was around the time when they were running to the bunkhouse and the bunkhouse, the hands, the ranch hands, they were hanging one of the dudes. Yeah, they were they were running around cleaning shit up. It was really quite. And I was like, as she covers uh, Tate's eyes. I was like, well, it's a little late like for that. Honey. Yeah, I think like, <laughs> you don't need to cover the eyes. because He just literally murdered a man at eight years old. But that's just details. Uh, so I was like, me thinks the wife is going to pick up stakes here and get the hell because out we which didn't would... see or hear about her for the whole rest no of you didn't see her at all or the kid which the would kid. explain why casey went cray casey's gone rogue he might, have even, he might have even sent them away though for their safety 
Yeah, and that would make more sense why Beth was like, oh, depends on your definition of loss. But, like, they could have been a little bit more explicit in this stuff. Yeah, I feel like they were kind of, like, hedging things a little bit. I'm like, listen, we waited a long time. Just tell me what the freck is they going were, on. They were dropping some balls because they were, like, they had so many balls. There was so were, much. There was, there was so much. And they were just like, I don't, forgot what balls I had up in the air. And some of them are just going to fall. And that's what's going to happen. Well, I did love that John goes to see the ranch hands. And he's like, sorry, people tried to kill you because you work for me. <laughs> is basically the apology. I but mean, it was very heartfelt. And he was legit. like. Yeah, he was like, thanks for, you know, what, protecting my family. It means a lot to me. So they played some cards. And then they were like, we're just going to focus on, um, you know, ranching. And I was like, okay, I feel like the writers are saying, like, we know we traumatized you. So we're just going to have, like, pretty people ride horses for a good 20 minutes. And that's, we're just going to watch them ride some horses. I'm like, I'm down for that. Because now John's whole deal is, like, now he wants to be a world famous horse guy. I wasn't quite following. He wants to like hit the, like, the rodeo there. circuit. Yeah, he wants to like own the ro- rodeo circuit or something and like make money doing horses or I don't know. Because now, so what ended up happening is they didn't sell the ranch. They're building the airport, but they didn't sell the ranch. But Jamie's leasing the ranch to those motherfuckers. So I don't know. I've kind of lost interest in the whole airport thing. I'm like, are we doing the airport or aren't we doing the airport? Whatever. Like, I know that's the crux of, like, most of the strife, but I'm just kind of like, Meh. let's get back to Rip and Beth having sex. <laughs> and adopting wayward And adopting them. baby Rip. Rip 2.0. <laughs> Whatever. There's enough land. They can build another airport somewhere else. Anyways, but then I did, because I kind of thought we were a little, we were a little, um, light on revenge like they got uh it was a little light at least until rip did his he went and got cooler thing yeah that was amazing with the snake oh i mean honestly how brilliant is that listen this is this is meant as a heartfelt compliment this is what i appreciate about rip he's creative with murder He always manages to make each time special and a little bit different and puts his little stamp on it. Well, and he doesn't go off half-cocked and leaving his prints all over the place. No! He does shit like, he knows this guy's out fly-fishing in the middle of nowhere. Yep. Backwoods Wyoming where there's tons of rattlesnakes. So he's like, I'm gonna come up on him while he's fishing with this this in this river. And I'm going to have this rattlesnake in a cooler. And I'm going to start walking toward him. And he's going to back up. And he's going to kind of go off into the woods where somebody thinks he just went in there to go pee. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to throw this snake in his face. Yep. <laughs> in the face. <laughs> and then he's going to die. And my prince ain't going to be no one's the wider. Because I'm going to take the cooler with me when I go. Yep. <laughs> As like, murder oh plans God. go. <sighs> pretty genius pretty genius i buy it i buy it and i was so, like that sawyer <laughs> so they were talking so like the thing i didn't get john and casey because crazy casey's crazy now um is at least he's <laughs> suffering from from some ptsd maybe this is like the whole like shooting the entire town like triggered some memories from i don't know war afghanistan i don't know what's <laughs> going on with casey i don't know so they're talking suspects. And so Beth, of course, thinks Jamie did it. 
Beth's just looking for any reason, I think, to kill Jamie. Beth is like, I fucking hate Jamie, so clearly he did it. He did It's pretty much, like, the totality of her evidence. And she just, like, walks into his office like, I'm going to kill you. Just so you know. FYI. Someday it's going to happen. Jamie is like, I can't believe you would threaten me with this when I've treated you so nice. Right. I was like, I don't have a problem with (laughs) Beth killing Jamie. I just don't think Jamie did this. Like, Jamie did plenty of other shit that he can get killed over. Like, that's not a problem for me. Let's kill Jamie for the reasons he deserves to be killed for. Right, exactly. Like, we don't need to trump up more reasons. We were good at the first reason that she wants to kill him. Nope, that satisfies me. I'm, you know, go ahead and hang him. But, so, like, then, like, John and Casey, Crazy Casey, were talking about, like, possible suspects, and they talked about a militia? Which? I don't know. Where was this militia? Okay, so, like, at the beginning, there was that guy in the casino who was, like, being really a big asshole to the dealer. Yep. And they were, like, he was all, and then he bragged on, like, he was the party planner for the hit on the guns. Yep. And so um, Rainwater and his his chauffeur, who's turns out his chauffeur's a little bit of a fucking badass. <laughs> I think I'm like, I don't think he's just a chauffeur. I think he's like he's like a hitman type of guy. Like yeah. he went and he took the guy out and they dragged him behind a horse. <laughs> Which is awesome. That was awesome. Uh, and then he was like, you're going to tell me how you orchestrated this thing on the Dutton. This He's hit. Like, yeah. could do it anyway. You're going to kill me. He's like, well, I could kill you easy or I could kill you hard. Yeah. And if you don't tell me anything, I'm going to come after your family. <laughs> like, yep. Okay. Like, All right. Woo. So I don't yeah. know what he told him, but like, I think there's, we're going to find out something. What I want to happen is I want the native americans that i want them and the duttons to ally against the invaders the airport people the, yeah all that you know i i i, I, I want to see that happening like well, we the have reser- that flashback thing yeah oh that, yeah it was like a little introduction to um the prequel the prequel but it also kind of showed like the Duttons and the Native Americans kind of having they a good lived, relationship. Yeah, they relationship. lived in peace for a while. So, so like maybe they'll be on the same side. I hope. I don't know. Yeah, I hope. I, I'm getting kind of tired of, I would very much like to see their forces unite because I think they're basically after similar things. They want to preserve the land. It's just they would like John to give them some of it, which is fair. Which I think is ultimately what's going to end up happening. I think what's going to end up happening is, yeah, it's going to go back to the reservation, which, you know, yeah, that's what it should do. So it's good. We're going to take a while to get there, though. Yeah. But John Dutton will make make things right. And I think that's kind of what this flashback was hitting at. Yeah. But it also showed, you know, that the, the natives were on the land because they wanted to bury their chief or elder, I forget who it was, that, that had died. And this was their land, which is now the yep. Dutton Ranch. Yep. And they're like, we want to bury him here. And they're like, okay, you can bury him, and here's also a cow for you to eat. You know. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so what happens is, is where they buried this guy is where they're building the airport. So they're trying to build the airport, and then they had to stop construction because they came across these... Indian bones. Oh, that 
that's what was going on. Okay, that makes a lot. You more didn't sense. connect that. I didn't connect the two. That that's where that they just yeah unearthed an ancient Indian burial site. That's gonna be a problem. Yeah. Oh, that's why the guy. Well, because he was like, put it down right now and get away from there. I thought like maybe we ran into a body that maybe the Duttons had like murdered at some point, which felt likely. <laughs> but no, in this case, I, I'm, I'm no. You're right. That sure makes that sense because, like, now they're going to be able to. The Native Americans are going to be able to issue an injunction. That's why they were all dancing around the thing when the yep. weird lady okay, showed see, up. This is why you're helpful. See, I'm paying attention. I don't know. Very <laughs> 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 <Are you> wet. <laughs> Who's killing somebody? What are we doing? Lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that was that was yellowstone i feel like it was a good premiere but there's plenty of room for things to get better and to get crazy so i'm just like letting it come to me i'm just I happy love, it's back yeah finally. i love that it was off the charts ratings it was like eight million viewers which nowadays is like i think it was like more than anything else like yeah and all of cable it's the number one show and that's all of cable, awesome they which deserve is it fantastic yeah they totally deserve it so because, you know, it really has been kind of a groundswell show. It, very, it started off little. It's kind of like Succession in that way. It was like a little It's kind of a word boat. of mouth thing going. Yeah. And I do. Yeah. I do think it's word of mouth and people being like, hey, this is this is good. Well, so. then you got people like us blabbing about it on the podcast. And my sister, we get some credit. I give us some credit sharing the joy of the Yellowstone. Yeah. People need to know Rip. They need a Rip in their life. They and do it would need be wrong. to know Rip. It would be wrong of us to keep him from them. And I want to tell anybody out there who might be listening who doesn't watch, you got to watch it. And at some point, you're going to ask, why does Beth hate Jamie so much? She's so right. mean to him. Right. Just trust that she has a Everybody good has a Beth problem in season one. They think Beth is mean to Jamie. I too thought this. I was like, why is she Everybody such a thinks bitch? that. What is her problem with And it? then you find out why in season two. I think so. And you're like, she was actually too nice. <laughs> yeah. You're like, okay, Beth, we're on your side now. <laughs> is pretty much where I've come down on it. Every single understand. person I've made watch always comes to me like, I'm liking it, but Beth is really mean to Jamie. I'm like, <laughs> just keep watching. Just wait. It's fine. <laughs> and then we come back and we're like, mm, I don't understand how Jamie's still alive. <laughs> That is a question. Do you think there, but for the grace of I'm not God, I'm gonna spoil it for anybody. But do you think she'll ever tell Rip what happened with Jamie? If she ever tells Rip, he's going Jamie's to rip dead. Jamie's balls off. I think that's why she hasn't. And said I think anything. that would be commensurate with his crimes. So. I mean, that's kind of how I want Jamie to go. I like she's specifically not told Rip because she knows because she knows he's going to rip his balls off. He will literally rip his skull off his head. This is the man. <laughs> Who bashed in a person's skull with his thumbs? Yeah, thumbs, y'all, thumbs. He can do it. So I just, I'm a little bit. I feel like that's like the clear card to play there, and she's holding that card for a reason. Yeah. So, you know, there you have she's, it. She's not letting rip off his leash yet. Not yet. Which is because she knows if she tells him, she's not going to be able to control him. After no, he he's he's going to be like. Where's it's Jamie? over. He's, He's dead. Die. Dead man walking. <laughs> dead man walking. And it's she just, doesn't it, want her husband to go to jail because they're not married yet, but it's coming. Right? And and I, for she... one, want to see a Yellowstone wedding. Don't you? I do, too. That'd be so nice. Especially now that Beth knows Hamburger Helper. She's, like, domesticated and everything. <laughs> so... <laughs> 
but they didn't have hamburgers. The they had this is really, they're like, this is really good. I'm like, oh, you simple creatures, you're so easy to please. <laughs> like, hey, I've mastered being cooking meals. I've mastered being a wife and mother. Yeah. Okay. So, what else did we watch? Okay. So, I finished you. Yes. I really so thought good, love. I don't know why, but I really thought. I really thought love had the upper hand there for a minute. I really thought she got him. Well, here's and here's what I told Kyle. Like, it was just before we watched that episode, or maybe it was a couple episodes before. I told him. I said, "There's only really one person on this show who's safe, and that's Joe." Yeah. So whatever no ever happens, gonna get Joe. Yeah, it's 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 it could be multiple people okay in the end, but there's only one person we know for sure. Yeah, is gonna be okay. Yeah, it was as long just, as they keep renewing the show, there's Joe's one okay because he's got to go. At least they're not having him immediately go to another female. Because I I'm like, man, I can't do the whole. Like, he seems stuck on the chick from the library, which, fine, we can stay stuck on that for a while. Like, I just don't need another reintroduction to a new character that he's obsessed about. Like, the fact that he's, like, looking for her. And it's 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 really a shame because him and Love were so well-matched. They were actually perfect for each other, but because he has no concept of what Love is, he, 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 he everything he was looking for... You know, he's Joe loves by obsessing and con- control manipulation, and love is pretty much the exact well, same. Well, what way. he's drawn to is women who need it, that right? Him. That need and yes, and, and so you love get more was drawn to the same love. thing. She yeah. also liked the kick puppy thing. Like, they like they like be, they love obsessively. So yes. it's so once they had each other, yeah, and it, that was gone. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was gone for love. I think if Joe had maintained, if she had felt like Joe was maintaining the relationship, I don't think she would have done the whole sleeping with the everything with love. I feel like came out of Joe's gaslighting and his manipulation, his lies. And had he just <laughs> remained committed, they would have been just fine. You know, they would be on to baby. But he's two. a man, and you know how they well, are. But so. he also has no under. Not, I'm not saying that love was healthy. The girl had some serious problems, and maybe we don't murder husbands that want to leave us. That's not good. Love's um, problem is she was way, way too volatile, and this is where I feel yeah. like Joe's pain. Like yeah. he couldn't trust that she wasn't going to like suddenly kill a neighbor she for no needy. reason. Then they they cut her off in traffic. Like yeah, she was a loose cannon. Beck wasn't needy enough. Love is too needy. It's like, but like now he's chasing after this library girl, and like she has no interest in him. She's just like he's a complete psycho. I'm like yeah, I'd run. So run, that was good. But the moment they used exile, I was waiting for the exile song. I was like, Callie said they used exile. And damn, it was like I the told perfect you. song, but like the worst song to pick. It was like I was like, I was like dying whale noises the entire and like, time. And like, oh my gosh. Going, I was like, I can't believe you're playing this song. Well, and it's like, <laughs> hello, you have a kid. What are you doing? Like, it's just, it's fucked but up. But if, if not, it's not her, then it was going to be him. It was literally him or her. Yeah, and he's the only one that's safe. Well, and again, like I just was like, oh, she's got him, she's got him now. But like, no, that's my biggest lesson about Joe. Joe always has the upper hand, even when Joe doesn't think he has the upper hand. He does. Well, have the upper and hand. Joe, but Joe did think he had it because he'd been paying attention. Yeah, he did. Yeah, 
he some was, of it was him faking just to see how she played her card. And then once it was played, he knew what Joe to do. Joe is a so. master manipulator. He's, he's really kind of uh, A-plus in that department. Not kind of. He is. So, okay. So, I finished you. Okay. I watched um, <laughs> New Amsterdam. <laughs> so... <laughs> You know what I don't like? Fuentes? Yep. I don't like it when shows fire characters I love for char- to protect characters I hate. Like, it's like... Like when they killed Sarah just to promote Laurel? To promote Laurel. That is an excellent example Thank you. <laughs> of no what I hate. <laughs> So they didn't just do it one time though on New Amsterdam. Every time they fly somebody new, I was like, no, no. Fan favorite secondary character that we enjoy on this show. Every single one that we love. Every single one got fired. Because it was them or Floyd and Lauren and fucking Iggy. Iggy, yeah. And can I just say, I am really comfortable with Iggy and Lauren. Is that her name? I, I, what, yeah. What's her first name? Bloom? It's Lauren. It's Lauren. Okay. And Lauren, get in the boot. Particularly since Iggy isn't actually practicing medicine. At well, the and uh, my favorite was when he was complaining to Floyd and Lauren. He was like, and she actually wants me to practice. And they're like, no, that's so mean. What the like, hell? You were just in a traumatic event. I'm like, yeah, but it's not just about the traumatic event. He like doesn't want to be a therapist anymore. So what are you doing here? <laughs> I just don't get him. I don't get him. My favorite moment of the episode, though, right before, like, all my hopes and dreams were dashed with all these horrible <laughs> things. Um, my favorite moment so was when Casey figured out oh, what girl. Bloom was doing and yes. her, read her the riot. Oh my gosh. It was that the best so good. dressing down like, you've ever seen. To the nth degree when he's like told her that he doesn't respect her i was like oh god because like if you're Casey, like the amount of bullshit he's had to put up from her oh my like, she's god his boss and she's yeah exactly she's toxic she lies she has drug problems she's manipulative like, she's shit. bitchy to him and not only nice when she wants stuff like I don't know what she was thinking that at some point they were probably going to do a new calendar and he can add four plus one equals five and wonder <laughs> why is there an extra resident in our program now when there never has been before? Like, and it happens to happen? be her girlfriend. And yeah, here, can I just bring this up to, okay. So the girlfriend <laughs> was going to go to Washington or whatever, and she completely loses her shit. No, that can't happen. We can't like, okay. If you are not confident in your, relationship that you can handle some time apart what are you what are you what are you bribing or before you do the whole bribing thing talk it over with that person and if that person tells you i don't want you to do that then respect that right or she wants to go to washington or here's the other idea lauren there's literally nothing keeping you in new york follow the girlfriend that's it exactly she could she could have gone with her so this is just just a lot yeah it's a lot about lauren just being a selfish dick 
And she's transferred her addiction <sighs> compulsion from booze and, and, and pills to her girlfriend. It's she has orgasms. an addictive obsessive she personality. Has an addictive, exactly. She's a, she does. She has a very addictive uh, and you know when she is in that mode she's extremely destructive. So I don't actually I have a very hard time shipping the two of them. Not because I don't like the girlfriend. I think she's great. I just don't find this to be. I think I the don't girlfriend think... deserves better. Here's, yeah, here's my I just suggestion. Don't... Yeah, Let's I just... ship Bloom off to Washington. Yeah. And keep, and keep Layla. the girlfriend. Yeah, she can take over the <laughs> ER. she can That's take her job at. and she's, we'll be all happy. She's a better doctor than her. She is. She's better in every fucking in way. In every fucking way. So I'm just kind of like, why are we, again, Max, why are you fighting to save these people? I'm not understanding. So, yeah, and I just don't feel like, I don't feel like Lauren is in the frame of mind to actually be in a relationship with anyone. She's just transferring from one addiction to the next. And she's doing it in some pretty nasty, and and here's the thing, supposedly this is someone that you love, so like, like you said, you need to talk this over. I'm willing to get you into the program, but this is what I'm going to have to do. Do you want me to do that? And of course she would say no. And the reason why Lauren didn't ask her is because she knew she would say no. Or maybe I don't remember if she did ask her or not. She didn't. Cause okay. she, they, I, yeah. Cause I watched the episode a little more recently and she didn't because she was like, she was really excited that she got into the residency program in Washington. She's like, I'm going. And Lauren had to like, pretend to be happy about it but she went into like this spiral panic about her you know moving across the country which i get it that blows but look but... at max and helen she's going to london so go he's like her. guess what like, i'm going what, to what was stopping you from going with her absolutely nothing and it's kind of an annoying plot point like it's a, it's a hole a plot hole the size i wonder Canada. if they're gonna show when max goes off with helen that like bloom's gonna have that realization I could have been like this. I could have gone with her. If she doesn't have the realization, and she she genuinely might not because she's fairly obtuse, I <laughs> I I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Well, and she also had that moment in the episode where she threw tried to throw shade at Max for leaving. Yeah, and Floyd checked or no Iggy ugh, checked <sighs> her. I hate and was like no. You know, he's he's got to do what he's got to do. You know? Right. This is he, life. You, you, you know? can't put this all, all on him, all on his shoulders. Well, again, people leave. They get new jobs. They have new Nobody, relationships. Yeah, exactly. Especially in this day and age. Nobody stays at a job forever. Nobody. That's no. it. No. So, I mean, to me, getting mad at Max and, and, and I think they're playing this, oh, Max and Helen are abandoning New, new Amsterdam. Listen. There are plenty of hospitals everywhere in the country where people need doctors. Correct. So That's not the only hospital. Right. It's, I'm getting a little bit like, and I swear to God, if Max says, we're a public hospital, I'm going to have to start doing shots because it's like, I'm going to have to make a new Amsterdam <laughs> drinking game. You do have to make nonsense. one. That would be awesome. Because yes. it's like, oh my God, if he, yes. screams, if he screams with Quintus one more time, that he, this is a public you, hospital. You also got to put... Going, you also gotta put um how can I help on there? 
yeah and how can i help and and iggy bitching about having to be a doctor having to be a doctor and doing therapy and his husband being amazing and putting up with his ridiculousness and lauren lies about something or lauren yells at uh lauren exhibits toxic behavior behavior of any kind i mean i'll have alcohol poisoning by the end of it so the thing that kind of really sucks about casey getting fired is like he's the only one that knows the truth and that works out great well, for her. And it sucks because, like, no, he's not one of the principals, but he's been there from the beginning. Right. And it's like, ah. Let's not do this. And so <laughs> that's my other thing. Like, there's this whole attitude that, and I kind of had this beef with, with Max when we were in the last season when they were doing the COVID shots. And he took the COVID shots away from people who were standing, waiting in line. Because they clearly were too well off or too white or whatever his issue was. And then the vaccines went to waste because you couldn't find anybody to take them. I was like, so they kind of have this tunnel vision that New Amsterdam is the only place that ever has sick people. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, weren't we just in London and Helen saw how bad her clinic was doing and wouldn't they benefit from Max and Helen doctoring over in London? Like London people are people too. Well, and yeah, and it's like Casey's the fucking bomb. He'll pick up a job at any other hospital. Right. Like before the end of the day. And like, probably a less toxic workplace too. Be nice and to Agnes too and, and all, the, all of them are going to yeah. have no problem. They'll be fine. So I just, to me, like, it's just, I'm just kind of like, let's just go to London, guys. I'm done. Where's my London scenes? Like, let's just switch. Let's just be done. I think we can just do a show full-time in London. It can just be, I don't know. And with new people. We don't have to have Iggy anymore. Yeah, let's just get a whole new cast. (laughs) I'm trying, guys. I'm trying to like these other characters, and it's not happening. It's just they're not, not. They're not helping us like. They're them. not that likable, and I'm hanging in there for Max and and Helen because listen, they bring it. But that's pretty much the only thing I'm interested in, and I, I really did enjoy Casey just like ripping her a new one because it was that well was that was a, a, a it was fantastic moment. It was beautiful. So I'll stick around for that. People yelling at Iggy. People yelling at Lauren. I don't mind the the heart surgeon guy, but I'm just kind of like this whole storyline with the open man. This is so ridiculous. Just pick a team and be done. I have a thing about that. I'm like, no one is forcing anybody to be married. Just get a divorce if you want to start sleeping with other people. It's called divorce. People. That's all I'm saying. Um, I've been watching more of Ted Lasso. Okay, I haven't really watched a lot of Ted Lasso. I'm here to report that season two is, is primo. Okay, it's like it's like top shelf. Like they, there was a Christmas episode, and the scene that I mentioned in last week's podcast, the thing that I saw on TikTok that made me watch, was from the Christmas episode. Which, like the Christmas episode, it was like it was everything a Christmas episode should be. It was so fucking good. Anyhow, they where I left off was a bit of a cliffhanger. Well, it wasn't a cliffhanger. It was a cliffhanger for my dumb shippy ass. Because the one character, she's on a dating app. And she's like talking back and forth with this guy. She seems to really like. She gets that smile when she's typing, right? And you're like, okay, she found somebody to date. I guess I can live. I want her to date Ted, but whatever. It's fine. 
And then, like, the very next scene from when she's been texting this person on this app switches to Ted looking at his phone and smiling before putting it away. And I'm like, is the guy that she's texting and not knowing who it is, is that Ted? (sighs) I need to know. And, like, Twitter naturally is like, you won't have to wait long to find out. I'm like, listen, if it's not Ted, I'm going to be upset. But I need to know now. What do you mean I have to watch more episodes? This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're still in season one. We just watched the 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 auction. Oh yes. So I'm that was a good for, episode. I'm here for the asshole's girlfriend to like the older player. Oh, like I want them to be a thing. Because she's I'm, gonna, on I'm gonna pull something on you right here where I just was bitching about. You won't have to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm shipping it, guys. I like it. I'm I like, like how he, that. I like how he gave her shit there for bidding on him. Yeah, he was like that. To, just to me. show up, Jamie or yeah, Jamie Tart. Yeah, he's like, I don't. That's not what. And he was like, that, that was fucking rude because yeah. that's my. And it favorite. was. Yeah, it's not cool. And I'm like, my God, Roy, you go. Roy is is a delight. He's a romance I, he's book smoking hero. I'm loving like, some Roy. I um, love him so much. It's ridiculous. It's a lot. I was like, <laughs> I like him. We could have him. I'm just waiting for him to beat the shit out of that little ponce. Like this, the star soccer player. I, just, I don't even fucking care what his name is. Jamie Tart. Yeah, I'm just Jamie really... Tart has his own little arc, so you will get right. to a point where you don't hate him quite as much. I hate him yeah. pretty much. In, okay, in, I'm sorry. In season one, he was awful. I'm extremely distracted right now because there's shit happening on my Twitter's. Uh-oh, what's happening? It's in all cop- capital levels. Supercore kissed. And I'm seeing all these pictures. Where? Of, yeah, <laughs> on the Twitters. I've seen I thought, I thought the pictures. finale already happened. Well, it did. Okay. I've seen all of these pictures of Lena and, and, and Kara looking, looking like they kissed, but also maybe they didn't. Why would? But they've already seen the episodes. Well, that's what they're they're, they're saying that there was some extended cut. Oh, okay, so up. they did something, and then they didn't even. Put and then they the didn't episode? air it. Yep. That's they, some they, they, they shot something different, and they didn't air it. Who does that? What kind of asshole? Yep. Supercore kissed, but the CW cut it. Here's the evidence. What? That is so. That's like the most CW thing I've ever heard. I can't <laughs> believe they would cut this. I mean, I can, but like, what? Because like, I watched the final scene and it was very much like laden with coming out like language. I know nothing about it. So tell me what you know. So, okay. So here's the script. It's basically about like Kara living her truth and being who she truly is like you know like and they frame it in this way of like um she's trying to determine if she wants to be Kara or Supergirl because she got offered to run the whatever the news corporation Kat Graham offered her her old job so Kara's like well I can't be Supergirl and Kara at the same time and they're like why can't you so it's it's and it all ends with Kara having an interview with Kat Graham and she reveals her identity as Supergirl so but the 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 
the scene with Lena. I'll just read it to you. Okay, because someone has a script. Um, okay. All right. What if I let my this is Carl. What if I let myself just be who I am and someone gets hurt? Lena says, You can't always be our savior, Carl. You shine your light, inspire others to shine theirs. Your words. Your word's not mine. If somebody does come, if they try to mess with this family, then we'll take them on together. Um, and then, okay, so Kara says to her, of everyone I've ever known, you have pushed me the most, challenged me the most. And then they said, Lena softens, and she moves her hand up to cup Kara's cheek. You've made me a better person. A crackly moment between them. And then Kara kisses Lena with a fierce, longing passion. Where are you reading this? I am literally, I'm I'm reading this on Twitter. I don't know if, but you know how like the people can like make scripts, like they're fake scripts, but they look like real scripts. So, oh, Calista Flockhart's um, script leaked. That's what's going on. And in Calista Flockhart's script, apparently there's a kiss, but I can't tell if any of this is real. I haven't seen any of this on my Twitter. We must not oh. follow the same people. You just gotta go. I'm, I'm not following. I'm on the entertainment trending supercore kissed. Um, Nobody in our time might talk about supercore trending. <laughs> 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 any arrow people talking about it. Like, girl, uh, girl, please. And I'm like only distracted by it because it's all in capital letters and like people are flipping their shit. And I'm like, I don't understand what's going on. So, so I know I mean, I mean me. people need to like <laughs> listen I'm ready for the Elizabeth fandom to join forces with the Supercore and get this kiss um, released. released but I think that's super shitty to do it like that and then not film it like yeah I don't know what's going on I just yeah I yeah I I feel like it could be fake but I don't know I can't tell I don't know I really can't tell because they were bumming. Because they so it really ends with the two of them ending as friends, and like there's no, there's nothing, there's nothing. I'm like, I know people are saying, oh, it's like a coming out, you know. It's I'm like, okay, but it's 2021, so we don't need to do the whole like symbolic coming out kind of talking around it discussion. You know what I mean, like. You can have more than one lesbian on a television show. That's okay, you know? So if Kara wants to be with Lena, just let her be with Lena. Why do we have to talk around yeah, it? Like it's why this? is it a problem? Why is this a problem? So I, I really, to me, like anyone like who's trying to argue that, you know, this last scene was Kara admitting her feelings for Lena and just doing it in this roundabout way, I to me is like primo bullshit and I would not stand for it. If, if I was watching this show, because it, it's not like this isn't 1991 where, you know, it's Ellen and she gets her show canceled because she ch- kissed a chick. You know, you can have multiple, you know, gay relationships on a TV. Her sister's gay doesn't mean that Kara can't be gay. Like there's all these crazy, like seems illogical rules that the CW has. You know what I mean? So to me, if they filmed, if they filmed a scene of them, actually admitting their feelings to each other and kissing and then they cut it like wow wow so i don't know if they actually filmed it or not from what i can't tell from what i've seen maybe somebody photoshopped photoshopped the picture the picture yeah but in but maybe calista flockhart because they saw the script yeah because they saw the script or it looks like they almost have dailies so i don't know 
or maybe they just kissed as they were doing the maybe there's just a it's a take of them doing a kiss because they were and they laugh because they know the CW would not air it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, guys. I don't know. I don't know about stuff about the situation. I'm just telling you, if this is real, this is this is really not cool. Not cool. Well, I just I don't I don't like the baiting. Yeah, and I know we've talked. This is like I the me, CW is just like this, this gay baiting thing is just gross. It's really it, gross. It's really terrible because it's so not hard to have that representation and not just among side characters. It's super easy to have some somebody like Curtis on Arrow be married to a man and like be like, oh look how brave we are. We have a gay relationship. And it's like, yeah, well, but he didn't he yeah. didn't show the queerness of Oliver Queen. Well, I mean and I guess their response to that is well we have Batwoman now. But I don't feel like I feel like they're what? like, see, look, here it is. We see, don't, she's we don't gay, have to do but like, more I mean, because we did right. it over here. Are they actually like pursuing anything on that show? I don't know. Yeah. So I again, and it's like you have all these rules. Well, like it's when you're applying this these same rules to heterosexual couples it's actually laughable well we can't have them get together because they're the heterosexual couple on the show and we can only have one well it's like nobody ever wants to like admit that bisexuality is a thing or like like, yeah let Kara. like we're not i'm not saying or that people are just fluid period right like like, i'm not saying monel never has to happen although i understand there are some people who wish that like she can be like yeah, she can like both. Like again, you can have both. It's fine, you know. Yeah, the world's it's fine. okay. <laughs> I just this is such a strange. I actually think what it is is that we've got some writers here that are obstinate, and the more you tell them to do something, the less they want to do it. Correct. I really think and that's, that's what's going and on. that's just so that's so obstinate and bullheaded and yep. short-sighted. So, like, we don't want to give the fans what they want because that's not our vision and we're not doing it. And it's like it's almost it would be like it would be like Mark Guggenheim arguing, well, it, it, like not acknowledging the chemistry that Oliver and Felicity have. And be like, no, she's just his girl Friday, and no, no, and like doing all of uh, you still keep the whole romantic undertone of every scene that they have but you just never you just bait us you never with it pay and it you out never pay it off like that you guys if that had happened on arrow see ya see oh, ya yeah. i'd have been i'd have been gone Howdy. because not I, I doing that i don't believe me personally i don't believe in encouraging that kind of behavior from i really don't like that either the network the showrunners whatever like i don't continuing to watch when you know you're being treated that way it's not fun it's 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 you're you're rewarding them you're saying yes your bait worked on me and it's like no you're you're better than that everybody's better than that we all deserve better than that let's fuck this show yeah and try again with another show that does it fucking right for a change like i just god yeah i just feel like they were just kind of really not great with fans on this particular area and had they had they pulled this shit with a hetero couple i mean give me a break they never would they would never do that they would never do that so i just the problem you know so for the network to act like there's no double standard here is actual insanity (laughs) (laughs) the definition it's like we have multiple heterosexual superheroes so you could 
Now I know I'm, I'm talking crazy. Get ready for a wild idea. You could have multiple homosexual superheroes. <gasps> no. On multiple shows. That's illegal. And they could be leads. And it could be also the sister of the lead where everybody's yes. gay. It's it's not like you're playing with like a data set. You're like the right. statistical likelihood. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. But Especially thank you in Hollywood. for playing. Yeah. God. I just and given I just and who's just... not to say that Supergirl isn't some sort of demisexual person who yeah maybe most of the time she likes men but there's something about Lena that it's a Lena specific exactly thought, she is honestly, the exception to her rule I gotta be honest with you I gotta be honest with you when they did the Willow storyline. That's what I really felt was going on with Willow, that she was more bisexual and Tara was just this otherworldly. She was she was her exception. Yeah, her exception. Now, they clearly stuck with Willow's gay after Tara died, which is fine, you know, but I always felt like Tara was such a special anomaly in a lot of different respects than Willow's life. Like I could see them totally just doing well, and also it's not that they had to do. It. I mean, I maybe they, they were gay, trying to yeah. do the the. They were trying to say, you know, you fall in love with the person, not the. It could have been that could have been gender or whatever. It, that would have been interest. That would have been an interesting take for them to do on Supergirl. You know what I mean? Because they didn't do they, that. It would have been and so, Buffy. It would have meant so much to so many people. Yeah, would have been. Right. It would have been a great opportunity, and they just, like, biffed it. <laughs> it's, a, it's almost like, well, Sarah's bisexual and legends, and then Batwoman's gay. So we can't so clearly, clearly can't have any more. Yeah, so, and then, t- and, 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 and the sister's gay. So clearly, Kara has to be straight. It's like they did math or something. Like, some equation in like, brain. Because that's how it works, right? Right. Like, like you add. If, if, if you've got a family of four or five kids i forget how many cw shows there were you got a family of four or five kids and you've got two of them that are gay you can't have a third that's gay because that's that's not a statistical anomaly that would not happen like no that's not how that works it's just so exhausting (laughs) it's ignorant bullshit yeah i just i feel fresh i i i feel really frustrated like Oh, here's the other thing. I don't even let's watch say that it, this was filmed. Let's say it was filmed. Let's say it was cut. Let's say it, it was released. This is the shittiest way to find out after the oh. show has ended. I mean, what if we had found out? Let's pretend they never put Oliver and Felicity together. Let's I pretend we stuck. Yes, right, we're gonna watch. Let's pretend we got stuck with the freaking Laura for eight years. Let's pretend I'd lost my goddamn mind and stayed and watched it. And then I find out that at the end of season two, there was some kiss and they cut it with Oliver and Felicity. And we find out that David Ramsey. Or they didn't even film it. They just, it was or they, in the yeah. script. <sighs> and they didn't do it. They just had to do something Give me a gun. Else. I'm going to go shooting. <laughs> it's just not okay. I feel Start like when we apply Mark. it and like, I feel like, because I feel like sometimes people don't understand like how painful this is. For people, but like when you put it in like a hetero format, 
like, oh yeah, that's awful. You know what I mean? Like you have to bring it into other people's sphere of what they know, you know? Yeah. You have to get perspective. Like, put yourself in someone else's shoes. And by doing that, well, and you reflect on shows... what if they pulled this with your fan favorite couple, you would be livid. It, it, it shows how normal and, 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 righteous it is to be upset in these situations because well, and again, it like, is normal and and again, it is it's, again it seems like this again this is one of this was an organic right towards the chemistry between the characters thing happening fans why is it so hard for some and why is it so hard for writers to be like wow this isn't something i per se created me like in the beginning but like we see something here and we're gonna like we're gonna go with it that's why i really do i know everybody's like oh elicity you know steven and emily they only made you know the you know elicity is only special because of steven and emily and all the little additions and all the little listen i don't believe that i i do think the writing was there and the writers very consciously wrote towards that relationship even oh, before 100 like on anybody's real radar you know so that that's why I'm, I'm always like it's pretty remarkable what mark guggenheim did and the way that he had the willingness to shift the focus of the like, show yes all you know they did a lot but it wouldn't have been anything without the support from the showrunners and the writers. And I mean, you could very easily have, and really what I thought was going to happen, you guys, because I was really pretty miserable because I was like, this is why as I'm rewatching season two, and we'll get into that in a second, you know, it's much more relaxing because <laughs> I thought, <laughs> again, I've said it a million times, I thought it was crazy that I'm seeing something here that the writers or that I was getting baited. That's really what I thought was going on. Like I've rewatched play... season two so many times. Yeah, it's like as they're playing with this, that's what I really thought. That they're just baiting me and they're going to tease it, but they're never going to follow through on it. And there's a lot of evidence for that as you're watching season two. Yeah. Like, there's there's strong evidence for the fact that they're going to they're gonna go with this and this is, this is going to be the new relationship also but man there are times where you're like are they fucking with me they might be fucking with me i think they're fucking with me and that was literally me all season two it would go from episode to episode i don't know what they're doing i don't know what's going on it's one of the things that like as sure as i was yeah i can stand here and i can tell you yes i could see where people would be nervous about being baited well, especially because like there was when... no good reason for me to be as sure as I was. No, I don't think there was. I think, and I think there was like some, and maybe it was the way my husband introduced the show to me because he was like, "Well, you know, Green Arrows with Black Canary, so you know, Katie Cassidy, you'll be with Katie Cassidy." I was like, "Oh, okay." And I really thought I was going to be like, "Oh, that sounds cool," and I, I was actually really excited. Like when I think about the concept for Green Arrow and Black Canary, where they both start out. Or it's an origin show. They start out, he's betrayed her, and then they they come back together again through it's the superhero journey, journey. It's not a it's not a bad concept, guys. And how it, it only falls apart when you add in their lack of chemistry. Right. It would have like, been. It's okay really... to start from a contentious, toxic place if you're right. working towards better. But they had nothing to work with. No. And like, I even, I had this thought again, like when it was the whole line about William, imagine if they had, that's why the lie worked for Laurel. You know, it didn't make any sense for Felicity, but it worked. Imagine five years in. 
Like you've forgiven him. Who he slept with? Yeah, ten you, years ago. Right, you've forgiven him for sleeping with his sister. With your sister, you're getting engaged. You think he's let you all the way in. Sorry, this would be four. You think he's let you all the way in. You think you're past this, and then boom. He had a baby with somebody while you guys were... He wasn't just sleeping with your sister. And he didn't just have a baby with somebody else. He kept it from you after and he And he lied out. about it after he knew about it. Correct. Like, in terms of, like, blowing up Laurel and Oliver and getting a few more seasons out of their their will-they-won't-they, I mean, that was... that That's choice. <laughs> that worked. If, if any, any other two leads, it would have been... It would have been great. Fine. It would have been just fine. Like, you put Emily Bett Ricards in as Laurel, I don't think I got a problem. Well, I mean, you have Katie thing... Cassidy and then somebody she actually has chemistry with. Well, that yeah. That would have been fine, too. Yeah, or, yeah, take out Steve. It's just, I mean, I really do, like, could, I get this question, like, if Emily played Laurel, do you think, yeah, I do. I actually think, I think Emily would have done a better job, uh, she she's just better at playing a female there would lead have been no need with nuance felicity because the chemistry would have been there right so emily bet ricard's playing laurel yeah that works guys i got no problem with that so that could have been i feel like a lot of the comic dude bros think that our objection to laurel and oliver has to do with the fact that it's laurel and not felicity no. And they're missing the fact that our objection is because of Katie Cassidy. <laughs> what they fail to recognize is there was a vacuum in this show. There was a hole in it. And everybody recognized built. it at the time. Right. So even it's the like, fans, the comic yeah. fans recognized. I mean, it. if you're if it was it was reporters, there were comments in the in like, man, this is pretty I mean, it was spectacularly bad chemistry, enough for people to write consistent articles about it. <laughs> like it being a big problem. Cause that was my thing. I was like, I want to be excited about this show. I want to be into it, but God, this romance is just kind of the worst, you know. I'm just like, and that's always the big draw for me. I mean, look at Ted Lasso. I'm like, what, what, what do I get to ship? <laughs> you get to ship, yeah. Roy Kent and Keely. And if you're if you're like me, then you ship Rebecca and Ted. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good on Rebecca and Ted. That I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna be there. I just need a couple more episodes, but I'm already <laughs> there with Keely and yeah. Oh yeah, Keely Hot and Roy dude. were like a, a Keely a and Roy. Step. Yeah, when he comes up to her at that when she's bidding on him, and then he tells her after that was rude. I'm like, I want you two to have babies. That was magic. <laughs> and she just feels terrible. She's like, Oh, you're right. That was awful. I'm like, Oh my god, you're perfect for each other. Let's do yep. this. Yep. Let's get rid of the pants. I love them. I love them a lot. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do. I do. I do think that, you know, it, I was really genuinely excited about the concept. That was also, I think, part of the reason why I hung on to the Laurel shit for so long, because I was like, oh, we could still have really cool Black Canary. And, and no. no. So like, now that I'm watching it, I'm free from all of that. So Lauren yeah. and I, we watched, we did, we did a big binge. We did um, seven, eight, and nine. So we're through mid-season. There's a lot of action in those I love, episodes i love 210 i think yeah that's, that's a great I, episode. I made her wait for 210 because i wanted it to end on the where she just followed out like yeah really well, it's bad. a good place to end because it was a natural start it's a natural place. conclusion we get a break i mean what i love with my kid is like listen she's not like she loves elicity she thinks they're adorable 
she's she's not worried about it. When you have Stephen Amell look you in the eye when you're <laughs> 10 years old and tell you that Oliver Flippy are going to get married that year, you're feeling pretty confident about your ship. Pretty so much. a lot of the stuff, she's just like, yeah, they'll be fine. It's fine. Like, she doesn't even pay attention to Laurel. But she it also go- gets kind of dull in the back half of season two. Right. Yeah. So she's going to definitely have some. I think the Sarah part of it's going to be pretty funny. I'm looking forward to seeing that wrench thrown into it, see how she reacts to that. But she's always completely blown away by, like, uh, you know, Merlin's alive and he's Thea's father and Slade's alive. I mean, my child is like, <gasps> oh my God, what? I did not see that coming. Like, on the floor, can't handle the shock. It's hilarious <laughs> and i'm like you know i takes felicity's hand and he's like there was no choice to make and she's like ah that's cute <laughs> you're like that is the scene that launched a thousand gifs i was like you don't mean launched the biggest relationship on the network well that's okay that's what she does you know what i noticed during the scene okay so i have to talk about the scene with the three arrow guys because you and i love that scene and i love that we love it for the same reason because so everybody good. talks about everybody talks about the no choice to make. I scene. it's a, it's a great moment, but and it's fantastic. Has a million moments like that. The yeah. three arrow scene is just is pretty rare for a. It's a rarefied air we're breathing here because you really they really moved away from Felicity damsel in distress pretty quick, like. You can't have Felicity as the viable love interest if she can't handle herself. Like, it just seems stupid if Diggle and Oliver aren't teaching Felicity how to protect herself. But it was a believable scenario. Yes, it was very believable because she's not there yet. The team has just formed. Well, and she she was trying to help the team. Mm-hmm. With with the whole vertigo thing, she really she wasn't was, expecting. She was doing well at figuring out where yeah. the vertigo was coming from. She really didn't think she was going to run into the count. And, and then honestly, this guy, who's got his own history with Oliver, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. grabs her. Yeah. And he's truly menacing. I mean, what I forgot about that scene. Yeah, there's a lot of overtones. Huh? There's a lot of <laughs> sexual assault threatening mm-hmm. that's going on. And I remember mm-hmm. when I watched it the first time, I was a little like, if they're going to go in there with Oliver and Felicity, it's a little weird that he's threatening Oliver that he's going to rape his girl. Because that's what he's doing. It was, a, yeah. That's and it's very heavy and it's pretty intense. And Oliver is. Um, and Oliver reacts. Appropriately for a man. Appropriately for a man. Literally falling in love with her. Who you are threatening my woman with sexual uh, assault. You get three arrows in the chest. That's just how that goes. And I'm like, that's that a boy. That's exactly how you handle those kinds of situations. Mm -hmm. And I like that he was actually afraid. Oliver was afraid. Like he was like, you want to deal with me? You don't. This this isn't about her. Like he was actually scared because he was like. I think he understood, like, the minute he walked in there, he was going to have to kill this guy. And he was trying to find his way out from killing this guy. But he genuinely was concerned about, am I going to be able to protect her? Like, he really had, I mean, that's why I said to her, he really had you. He had you. Like, there wasn't anything else I could do. He had you. So there really, there were no choices to make. I I had to kill him. So it makes sense, you know. That but I also that love that she was concerned because she knew about his vow. Yeah, she knew how losing Tommy really hurt Oliver, 
and yeah. how much this vow meant to Oliver to keep this, to honor Tommy. And so she knew how important it was to him to, to not kill somebody. And here he is. He killed somebody because she got right. caught like an idiot. Like she's beating herself up. I was, I wasn't paying attention. I got, I got nabbed. Yep. Now you had to kill somebody and that's right. on me and I feel terrible about it. And he's like, get that thought right out of your you head. You good, baby. Girl. You good. <laughs> <laughs> I would do it again. Just hold my hand. And twice on Sunday for Just you. Just hold my hand and it'll be fine. Yeah. I but what I love, love that. in that episode, our favorite scene is the same favorite scene. It's after he kills the count and he comes over to her and she's Ugh. still freaked out and he's like soft whispering, like, hey, it's okay, you're safe. Like, and then oh she's my like, God. you're shot. Like, yeah. If you want to talk, listen, I understand 320 was fire. I understand 520 was fire. If you want to talk drop panty dropping scene for me that right there right there it was it was it was as i've mentioned how many times what catapulted me catapulted me into super ship them with this couple because like that kind of stuff that kind but of that's like, what felicity scared to all of me to find all the fan fiction well because it's like we don't get that they didn't get us very often like felicity's very strong she's very capable they really didn't have her terrified and Oliver literally he's Jamie Frazier like my body is your protection like kind of scene you know what I mean mm-hmm. you're like yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just that whole scene I just was like oh my and they played it so perfectly and Steve and his lower I mean, register so soft and he's like all soft boy and sweet well, and right I after he was when the count called him and like the look on Oliver's face as he's on the phone it's murder it's just like when I saw that I was like oh I don't I don't <laughs> I don't think he's going to say let's have a cup of coffee and work this out I think I think this is gonna get good. <laughs> well, and what I love about it too is really sets the tone. I mean, the shift has been happening since season one, but man, they were like, they were so fucking artistic about this. It was like they For really a CW used... show that's really I mean, surprising. Guys, like, look at the shit that they put on this air. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> come on. I watched season five of the Vampire Diaries. I know when they're they stumble crap. through more <laughs> than they don't. Let's more than they they miss more than they hit is what i'm saying okay <laughs> so when they actually really get it right and get it to the right to the degree of which they got it right on arrow it's kind of um it's not kind of it's amazing and this and that's this, why we still talk about them to this right because it's like this subtle this pivot that they do with felicity and Artful. moving her into this position of Artful. who does he love the most it's her they're answering that question all season long Oh, and it's very clearly all season long is Felicity. Right. So that when it like is really in the back of Felicity, the audience is going, yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, well, well, it's like when, <laughs> at the end when Blood says, whoever you love the most, and Oliver looks like pondering it. I remember I was like, it's Felicity. Like, literally, there's no other answer. What are you... What are you even thinking about, you human See, I didn't read his, his expression as pondering. I read his expression as the hell you say you're not going near my girl i mean i gotta rewatch that again i've only seen season rewatch two it you will you will i'll have probably have a different take now that i'm like now that you're about it. <laughs> but then what i 
love. Okay, so then we get into the Barry episodes, and I didn't have a way to explain to Lauren like Barry. This Barry not like Barry is Barry is great. They take him from us, and they massacre him on his own. They replace him with a pod person with a just horror show of a character. So I think what's really funny is I remember this interview that Stephen Amell gave when they were doing the Barry episodes and how Stephen Amell was all, oh, he's not, he's not jealous. He's and not he, jealous. The fuck you say he's I, not. He was like, Oliver's <laughs> curious or he used some like completely ridiculous yeah, words curious. to describe he's what Oliver was. about where he's going to bury the body. Right. And then you watch <laughs> the episodes and you're like, he's not, oh, well, I think he said he was confused. I was like, he's not confused. He's raging with the green-eyed monster right now. Like I think no, I think what he said is I think he said he was concerned or something. It started with the seeds. Concerned something. I think he was concerned because he was trying to play off. No, Oliver was just worried that this guy wasn't who he was saying he was. They're like, I'm like, yeah. yeah okay. And why was he worried about that? Because the guy had designs on publicity. Getting getting a little handsy. I here's the other thing where I was worried during my worried phase. When I, because I don't know jack shit, guys. This is not, this is not, this is not an area I know anything about. I didn't know anything about the Flash. So, like, I vaguely knew that Barry was going to be the Flash. But I really was not, I was not in fandom in season two. I did not read anything about them making a Flash show. Like, that all happened in season three for me. So, as they're bringing Barry in, I was like, okay, are we doing a thing where this is the more palatable love interest? Like the boy wonder? Cause I was kind of had my nose out of joint. Like, like Felicity wasn't like sex pot enough for it to be Oliver's love interest. Like that's Laurel's role. We have to get her with the puppy dog. You know what I, I mean? I wonder what my And I was really irritated. Because I joined the fandom right before that. Yeah. Out. Like, I between, right after 7-Eleven. Well, again, you were so confident. So it didn't bother you, but that's No, it. but that's... I, when I, after I joined, after, after the, the count, then everybody was talking about the upcoming episode of Barry, because it was going to be such a big deal. And so I knew that Barry was significant in his own right, and that he mm-hmm. was getting, they, this was kind of like, the, they're going to do a flash show or the introduction to a flash show, but it was, it was very clear that he was a temporary figure. Yeah. Going into those episodes being okay. in fandom. Okay. So I, I didn't have that concern. I didn't like it when a lot of people were like, Oh, I really like with Barry. I'm like, well, that's impossible because he's going back to his show that they're going to do. And she's not leaving arrow. So yeah, I didn't know any of that. So my thing was, and this is what I felt like they were trying to say, because I feel like there was some, especially in the beginning with articles that I would occasionally see, oh, Felicity's crush. And this is very one-sided and isn't this cute. And that Oliver didn't view her in sexual terms. And so they bring in what is essentially the human form of a Labrador for her. That's what Barry Allen is. He's a puppy. So, 
but when I saw Oliver's reaction to it, I was like, he certainly seems to be thinking of her sexually <laughs> in his reaction to Barry. But it really bugged me because everyone was like, well, no, now Felicity has her love interest and Oliver can get back to Laurel. And I'm like, why? Because she's like, they're hot and steamy and Oliver and Felicity aren't. Like, that's kind of the tone I thought they were trying to set. Oh, they're just cutesy Barry and Felicity. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, <laughs> and that's and but honestly, what you're saying that did not that is what the Laurel fans were all they were like. I remember on Tumblr that's that's, that's their what they whole were thing is is oh Felicity's not an appropriate love interest for all of yeah. Them. I She's think so I probably much saw better some with of that. Barry or somebody like. Or him. I had that feeling that that's what the show was saying. Like that was kind of the vibe I was getting off the show sometimes. Like oh, this is just going to be a one sided crush and like. That's like 207 and 206 were so monumental for me because it was like, they were huge. I mean, oh my God. Like to me, I was like, well, they're at least going there. They're and going it's appropriate that we saw those episodes before we saw the Barry. Yeah. Cause I was like, at least they're going there. I don't know if they're going to end up together, but at least I know that they're addressing that she is a potential romantic um, option. What I was not was he actually gonna pick her at the end of the season you know what i mean like speaking of sexing up felicity mm. i remember from the hiatus from from going from two into three um that summer was wild that was that. was that the was that the was that the interview with steve when he got when he turned bright red no oh that's my favorite steve that was like that happened somewhere after. Okay. Started. Okay. Um. No, this was just that summer before. Anyhow, they were, they were filming. You know, they they started obviously filming before we started watching. Mm-hmm. And when we found out about the secret origin of Felicity Smoke, and the her her past, and the her love interest in 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 college and all this stuff and i remember i wrote a post about how like they are doing this on purpose they are sexing her up showing her as yeah. a sexual person because i think so there was a question there for all of her i do feel like there was a question there is felicity a virgin and I, and a lot of people were writing fix where she was she's a virgin yeah, yeah. and they were like no no no. No, no, no. Not no, that there's no, anything. No, she would have been nothing wrong with her being a virgin. No, nothing wrong at all. But that's I would have been fine with that. But yeah, I think I think to go, I think what they were trying to do is they were very much, hey, Oliver's lived his life before Felicity, and Felicity needs to have a life before Oliver. Well, and, and they didn't want to add to the power imbalance between the two of right, them. Right, right. Like it was already in, yeah. So because they are an opposites attract situation. That's uh-huh. why it was it's already always... quite quite two different ends of the spectrum. Right. You don't need to add his his multitude of sexual experience against and her, her none. having a dearth. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and I that's also too think, much for primetime TV. <laughs> I also think it was really to me, I know everybody was driving everybody was going nuts over Ray, but I was like, man, Ray is so important. Especially after what happens in season two. You need, we needed the You hammering. need a Ray. He was crucial. And I think it was really important for Oliver to understand, too, that Felicity, yeah, like, he didn't like hearing that Felicity had a boyfriend in college. She, and she had sex with him. Like, she was not desirable. happy about that. Like, 
literally, I think Oliver was hoping she was a virgin. You know what I mean? Like that, I remember in 305, dude was not cool with the fact that she had a boyfriend and they were having lots of sex. He was just like, I could tell he was put off by it. I'm like, oh, but she's supposed to be okay with your, you know, legions of romance that you've been dragging in and out of this bunker for two years. No, sir. No, sir. Uh -uh. So I feel like it did even, um, and I feel like they did that specifically because some of this stuff with Barry and it was like, oh, she's just puppy love. It was so much. It was very puppy love. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, and we need, you know, everybody looks again. What was that person? I can't remember who said it, but you know, Barry's the guy you go get ice cream with, and Oliver's the guy you eat ice cream off. <laughs> it might have so, been Kreisberg. Yeah. So it's like it's 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 that. So you know, it's I enjoy the Barry episodes. I really love how jealous Oliver is, and he, and I love what a shit potster Diggle is because Diggle is just like. He, every time Oliver is kind of getting like his feathers ruffled, Diggle just pokes him. It's like he just pokes the bear. He's like, well, Barry seems to like her. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that is like A plus like shipping support, you know, because he's he's like bringing to the forefront things that yeah, Oliver doesn't want to talk Oliver about. Oliver just brushes shit under the rug. Yeah, he's like, no, sir, we're not brushing this shit. He's not letting him live comfortably mm, with it. No, he's like, <laughs> Can ignore this we're gonna talk about this because he's uh he's handy over his over your girl and i know you think she's your girl i know that you know that i know <laughs> it's like one of those so yeah but i love this I love... and and his jealousy over her spending so much time in central city over the mid-season break yeah and then their little argument when he came she came back he realized he was on the slippery slope mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to just like throwing everything down and like having her right there on the med table. Like, I mean, it was, it was going to happen. So when Sarah showed up, he was like, excellent. You'll do. I mean, I gotta be honest, guys. I do not understand. The only reason why Oliver did not like have <laughs> sex with her once Barry when he woke up and knew that Barry found and that she told Barry, that's like seriously one of their hottest fights. Like you can just tell he wants, I to, loved that he wants fight. to tear her clothes off. She Ugh. is, she's maddening. I remember maddening. they released that, sh that, that clip. Yep. Like as a, um, you know how they used to do the yep, clip yep. the mm -hmm. day of the episode. Mm -hmm. Yep. They released that one. that was like before noon. Oh, and geez. I saw that, and I was just like, that was my day was gone. From Pure fire. On, I was like obsessed The only thing stopping him from making a move was the fact that Barry was right there, which only makes him hate Barry more. You know what I mean? It makes him more irritated that Barry is here in the bunker. Because if he wasn't here in the bunker, we wouldn't be fighting about it. We would have, we would be fighting about it, but we would be fighting about it. You know, it's but like. But also, it's... how much did Oliver look like a toddler in that? Oh scene? my God, the biggest toddler to ever exist. I just how loved... dare you bring That's your boyfriend into my bunker? This is my secret. I decide. Okay, whatever. Are you alive? Shut the fuck up. So, I mean, I just, and that's pretty much her attitude. She's just like, dude, I don't want to hear it. Just let it go. I just love how she handled him. She handles him so well. I gotta say, from 206 to 210 is probably one of the show's strongest run of episodes. Yeah. Well, and then you've the got the last run. three of season two. Season two is really strong, 
it's just it's negatives are so negative for me <laughs> yeah that it's like darkness. i'm like i can't i can't i can't yeah i know here's the thing like i liked sarah i think i like sarah a bit more than the usual elicity shipper but i was i like sarah a lot and i I was, was upset by the them getting together because I was like, are you trying serious. to make me not like Sarah? Yeah, I, I was like vivid. I have never been. I honestly, other than the breakup, but, you know, honestly, that was telegraphed. Like, well, once, and- once he lied to her, I was like, they're done. Yeah. But with Sarah, Sarah was like the biggest coming out of nowhere punch to my gut that I well, was just not expecting. I Something just occurred to me. And this may explain some of the snarky replies I get from people whenever people are like, but you were so mad. How can you like Sarah? You were so mad when her and Oliver got together. Well, you can be mad when she's well, with Oliver yeah. and still like Sarah. Like, Here's that's the not... thing. I, I just realized what I wasn't putting together. Like, I, I, I couldn't understand how people didn't understand the distinction. I think people, there tends to be a little bit of a misogynistic tilt in our society that when things like that happen, we're immediately mad at the woman. Yeah. And in that situation, I wasn't mad at Sarah. I was mad at Oliver. Oliver was the one who knew. Oliver was the one who knew what the bunker meant to Felicity. Oliver is the one that knew Felicity, you know, was kind of crushing on him. Oliver, the onus on on that whole issue in my beef was 100% with Oliver. Sarah didn't know. Well, and again, like, this is really not. For, I, I didn't just, blame Sarah. I did not know <laughs> where they were going with them until they were literally lip to lip. And I was like, no, what I, the didn't, fuck? I didn't. I didn't know. I thought totally just friends. And then that happened. And I was and like, then the okay, kiss. I was I'm like, what? <laughs> like, even the conversation leading up to the kiss when she's like, I'm home. I did not feel was like, and then he lunges for her. I'm like, why are we lunging? There should be no lunging. So it's that. It's the coming out of nowhere with that. It did come out of nowhere, but I blame. And then also the location in which it happens. Like the number of times super disrespectful shows up at all hours of the night there. I mean, it's like bringing the other woman to your bedroom. This is Felicity's mm-hmm. house. It was skeevy and wrong. And that man deserved every Ray Palmer punch in the nuts of season three. Oh yeah. So like I grew okay with the relationship. I understood the reasons why. The, yeah. I, why yeah. I was not. I was the like, characters okay, we're going to do it, the, the showrunners wanted it to happen when and well, why it did and all that. Like, well, I, you, I, I got to where I was okay so with it. But I was I got, never mad at Sarah. No, it's not her fault. Well, and again, I think there's a lot of like, well, I got really excited because <laughs> I, I got really excited once I saw what they were doing with Sarah and Oliver. Cause I was like, oh, this is like an origin story. And it started clicking with me how they were setting up Laurel. And I was like, okay, this could actually be really cool if they're setting Laurel up off on this other journey and they're doing, they're giving us black canary and green arrow, like 
right now because they're not going to give it to us later but it's not it's like it's the arrow and it's the canary it's the or you know what i mean and then whoever laurel is going to become is going to be an offshoot of her relationship correct i started getting really excited guys because everybody knows how i love my lance sisters and i was like this could be awesome which and i feel like and i feel like the laurel fans misunderstood yeah, and I, they were no. waiting. They were like, the only reason Laurel and Oliver aren't together yet is because she's not Black Canary yet. And so, as soon as she became Black Canary, they're like, okay, now they're going to get together. And, and they like, were, they were not. like, why isn't it happening? And it's because like, he was already with his version of Black. You of guys Black Canary. haven't like, been paying. I, they any don't. Attention. They just missed it. <laughs> so I was getting like, what was carrying me through the back half of season two was okay. This could be awesome. Like, they're giving us the Canary now, and then we're not going to have Canary and Oliver because we're doing that, and then this is going to be, and she's going to be the, she's going to be the original Canary when something's going to, I was very cool with, I know something's got to happen to Sarah in order for Laurel to become Black Canary. Like, I knew that was going to happen. So yeah. I was like, okay, and then that launches I was actually really worried for Sarah journey. in the finale. Like, listen, you guys, I was so emotional after 301. I was so lit. I was so excited about Elicity and I was so emotional over Sarah's death and how perfect this was for Laurel's character and so excited to see what came of it and oh I have never actually I don't think I've been more disappointed in a storyline on that show than what they did with Laurel in season three here's here's I my where I grew okay with Oliver and Sarah it wasn't I mean obviously realizing oh they're doing Green Arrow and Black Canary with them I saw what they were doing is showing Oliver having a more mature relationship because the only real examples we had was whatever was happening in flashbacks, which doesn't really count as a relationship in my book. Right. And his past with Laurel, where he didn't want to get an apartment. He didn't want to have a commitment. He cheated around on her. So they're showing with Sarah, he's not cheating he's committed he wants to get an apartment with her like they were showing he's relationship ready now yeah and i was like okay now he can get with felicity because he's ready someone took him out for a test drive exactly and we can well and also too i mean i do understand when people get upset when we make fun of how slutty oliver was in season one he he probably dated a normal amount for a single guy. Oh, totally. Yeah. But when no. you have a revolving love interest door on a television show, it just gets to be kind of like, who's the new one this week? You know what I mean? Well, so it and feels... it did. Nothing felt like really original. Like the, no. the ways he ended up in bed with both Helena and uh, yeah, um, what's her and name? The cop. Yeah, McKenna. It was like almost the exact same. Like he shows up at her place. She's just come out of the shower. Like it was like, literally, it was like, I was like, wow, do you have on. a different way of doing this? Because, and then like he got with Laurel at the end of the season, basically. I mean, she hadn't just come out of the shower, but he shows up at her place. And it was just like, that was yeah. the only way Oliver knew how to have sex is show up at some woman's apartment. and more Just got out of the shower. And, oh, she's in a robe. <laughs> I'm going to get some. <laughs> That's just, it was like Joey unhooking a bra. Oliver in robes. Ba boom on the floor. Oh, you know what? I also noticed like it was the scene where he's like, okay, so he's almost dying. Barry's trying to save him and he hallucinates Shadow. I actually think Shadow was really there. And this is like the little stuff that they did where Shadow was like, 
um, stay with me, Oliver. And then you hear Felicity say, stay with me, Oliver. So it's like that little shit that they do where they're slowly moving her into place. I love that stuff. I love it. I eat it up. I'm and like, oh. corrupt those you love. Yeah, corrupt those over. you love. It's all that little stuff. And it was they were so careful and they were subtle but not subtle it was just so good okay we're at 100 minutes and i have to feed my husband so <laughs> there'll be more to discuss because now yellowstone's on there's, every week and there's always we're back on discuss. the binge for arrow so we'll be moving through some season two all righty okay, bye bye Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye! Bye.